planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome, everybody. Hope everyone is having a great week. Again, if you are uh, just checking out Sustainable Success for the first time, yes, we've been here on the Voice America Business Channel since April of last year. Again, we had uh, moved over from the Influencer Channel, which we had started and pioneered back in May of 2017. So, yes, we've been around for a while. But again, if you are new to us, you found us here at the Voice America Business Channel We also encourage you to listen to us on Apple as well, Spotify, and our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. There we've had many of our great guests sharing their words of wisdom and insights to elevate your business and personal success to the next level. Again, for anyone out there that might be looking for help uh, in their organization, regardless of size or on an individual level in terms of how we can optimize your business processes and your individual performance metrics, let us know and reach out to us here at chris at sustainablesuccess.net or chris at christophersalem.com, either one, and we'd be more than happy to reach out to see how we can provide an assessment to help you in that particular area. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types and an opportunity to meet new people for the first time. This takes all the noise out of social media since it is a membership program, yes, but no more noisy uh, notifications. And this is an opportunity now to generate genuine and authentic relationships with the people you choose to share the content that can help move you personally and perhaps your business or career to the next level. In addition, it offers a wide array of different services not available to the general public. If you'd like some more information on Alumni Direct, check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, we got a wonderful show today for you, and this is something that is such an important topic, especially now for the younger generation, as all these things that are going on in our world in terms of change in terms of you know you know how we are more in control of our money because it seems now lately a lot of us are getting are losing control of our money and we don't know what's going to happen in the future to make matters even worse so you're going to be learning from from an expert today uh his name is Charles de Ladurante and he offers a a, a wide range of different areas that he's going to cover and helping you to create creating multi-generational wealth and protecting your income, in this case for retirement. And so before I introduce Chuck, Chuck's uh, an improvement and innovation consultant. He works with clients to facilitate breakthrough change in their thinking about their cash flow and banking habits. Since 1998, Chuck has provided improvement consulting to businesses across the U.S. in the healthcare, manufacturing, supply chain, financial, and banking services. His current passion is to help small to medium-sized businesses and individuals change their thinking about cash flow management and introduce them to a methodology that will empower them to create a pool of capital to fund their operations and growth and start to wean themselves away from the mainstream banking system. As we continue to face, again, these ongoing bank failures and significant credit crunch that we see on the news 
In this uh, conversation today, Chuck is going to share with you an out-of-the-box alternative to your current approach to cash flow and banking. And without further ado, we welcome Chuck DeLaterante to the show. Chuck, how are you doing today? Hey, I am doing great, man. How are you? Doing awesome. Awesome. We are so excited to have you here. So, you know, before we we dive into some of the things that you do do best and helping businesses and individuals, can we just kind of maybe lay the landscape out for those that, you know, may be familiar what's happening, but some of them might require some more clarity. You know, what's happening with our current banking system, just in what's happening with our people are people, you know, generating enough wealth with these current ways that they've been used to doing things? Let's talk about that first and kind of like lay the landscape out for them. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, Voice of Voice America Business. Talk about, yeah, that's the platform, right? Where Where is this all going? We have business personally. We have business in our businesses, right? It's all about, you know, how does money flow through your life? So yeah, the banking thing is a little little mixed up. Okay. So first thing many people don't know about, Chris, is during COVID, they lifted all of the bank reserve requirements for the, the banks across our country. And that, to my knowledge, has not been changed. You can go to the Federal Reserve website or the irs.gov and see that where they they have zero reserves what does that mean so if you're familiar with the term fractional reserve banking that's been around for a long time and us individuals uh, businesses and our you know the the little guy if you will the individual doesn't get to really do that and uh, our method we'll get into that later provides a little bit of that leverage but what that means is the banks and, and this is another little known fact. When you make a deposit, it's called a demand deposit in a checking account, you give title to that money to the bank. In fact, in legal terms, you're making a loan to the bank. And if you look at Bank of America in particular on their website, so they're one of the big six banks, it tells you you're actually making a loan. And, you know, it was Glenn Beck last week had a show and he discovered in the 90s, all 50 states adapted or adopted a change to the UCC. That's the Universal Commercial Code that says that your broker, your middleman, Merrill Lynch or whoever, and I don't want to call them out in particular, but you know what, what yeah, I mean, I know, the middle guy, exactly. the bro yep. broker, yeah. Yeah, they actually have title to your stock. You don't own your stock either. You've signed that away, and they get leverage over that. So if we have a meltdown, the banks aren't in a stable spot. And, you know, you say the FDIC, well, I wouldn't want to, first of all, I don't keep $250,000 cash in any one bank or any bank. Uh, I kind of do that somewhere else as we'll talk. And, uh, you know, who wants to depend on the government to bail that out? So, though they say it's insured. So, you know, I kind of liken this to, you know, Charles Dickens said it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. I think we're there. That's sort of a universal <laughs> quote. And so, you know, you can take this as the worst of times or you can try to figure out how to make it the best of times. So that's my entree for this afternoon. Wow. Yeah, so powerful. So, you know, there's so much uncertainty and, you know, we can't control what we can't control. We can't control the banks. We can't control the Federal Reserve. We know we can't control a lot of things, but we can control certain things that we can. And so what, what I, you know, if you can kind of like shed some insight, you know, obviously we know there's a current banking crisis. There's been major swings in the stock market, you know, and and I know you're going to talk about 
you know, certain things about, you know, how, what are some ways that, you know, we can better invest a compound interest. So what are some things that you could share yeah. that can you help know, us to do that? Right. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. I, I like to think of it in terms of uh, decades or groups of decades in life. Okay. So uh, let's start from the end of life backwards. You know, m many of us are not quite there yet, but someday we will be right. We're all going to face our, our end, but as we grow older, so let's take the, the age grouping of like 60 to 70 plus and say, okay, if you're 60 to 65 years old and you have all your money in the stock market and you take a hit, you're not going to likely live long enough to recover that money. And I, and it, we could take another 30 to 40% hit here with the instability. You know, we're in a political year, we're in an election year, even, you know, whoever might be elected. And I know that's not the subject of this particular show. However, it is impacts the economy, right? Who yes. doesn't know that? I think Obama figured that out, right? Or whoever it was said it's the economy stupid, right? And so uh, here we are. And and so when you're getting there and you have this retirement nest egg and you've got it all tied up in one way that's uh, very volatile, uh, it is unlikely, even in a 401k scenario, that you're going to be able to recover that money if you take a big loss. So I think older people need to think about what's called the sequence of returns. That means, you know, what happens in the ups and downs. So I don't have the numbers exactly in front of me, but if you take a 50% a hit in the stock market, you're going to have to have like an 80% increase over a short period of time to get that all back because you're taking a basis, if you will, the basis of your investment or the, the core of it and reducing it back so you have a lower number to compute that improvement on. So a 50% reduction, if you just do a 50% improvement, you're taking 50% of 50%, you're at 75%, okay? So that's not too cool. So the the other, yeah, so, and then I, I have a lot of my clients are between, I'd say, early 30s to mid to late 50s. And so they're not quite ready to think about Social Security, although that's, you know, Social Security is basically a type of annuity. It's government oriented. We don't know where Social Security is going to wind up. I mean, you're still talking that it's going to go broke 20, 20, 20. 35 or in, in that nature, that time frame, you know, I think some way there will be a bailout, but I, I wouldn't want to count on that. So I, I think that people have to be wise about that. You know, just incidentally, it is, in my view, the best thing to wait to your age 70 until you claim Social Security, get that maximum benefit. You know, three or $400 a month over 20 or 30 years is compounds into a lot of money. So if you're you're foregoing maximizing your Social Security, you start taking it at 62, you might have left, it's 8% per year until you're age 70. So you can do the compounding math on that, depending on how much you have to start with at your minimum amount of full retirement, which for some people now is 66 and a half. But uh, you can take it as early as 62. But all that adds up. Then I, I say, okay, so you go back. Let's go back a few decades. we got our 40 and 50-year-olds. They're raising, finishing raising kids. they got kids in college, right? They're trying to figure that out. You've got the government trying to give you loans, and then the kids got college loans, and the kids wind up at 25 or 30 years old. I mean, I talked to a doctor yesterday. He's got $300,000 for a doctor, probably not a lot of money. But he's a young surgeon at 30-some years old, and he's got three or $400,000 of student debt, plus his wife has student student loan debt. Now, sitting around waiting for the government to forgive that, probably not a good plan, but uh, it depends on how that goes, you know, how the wind blows. You know, we look at real estate, Chris. I mean, 
who didn't want a profit in the upswing in the prices? Now we're, we're kind of in a bog right now. Interest rates are going down, so that may stimulate some things in the real estate market. But I think a key point there, and it, and it pertains to these, they're in their 40s and 50s looking forward, and those that are in their 60s and 70s, there's such a thing called a reverse mortgage. It gets a real bad rap. Yeah. But if you have all of your life savings wrapped up in your home, and your home's not cash flowing. In other words, you don't rent part of it out. You don't do business on it. It's not an asset. It's a liability. And you're tying up all your equity and you have no cash flow. If you haven't figured it out, older folks, cash flow is king. If you're in your 50s, turn this thing around. Give me a call and let's turn this thing around. If you're in your 30s, let alone in your 20s, we can break this thing wide open and start doing something different now that's going to pay off dividends in the future and dividends in the general figure of sense. Wow, that's fab. I love it. I love it. And so, you know, if you can, uh, you know, just talk a little bit about, like, again, you you, you, we, we, you shared some insights about, you know, Social Security could be, we don't know what, it's so uncertain what's going on. You know, and we know that, that you know, taxation can be, you know, play a result in that as well. Talk a little bit about, again, what could be some steps even even for the younger generation too that's listening here you know you know what we could do to start you know offsetting that like what what yeah. what what the things that we can do well there there's two roads right now for the younger folks uh and you know those maybe that consider themselves not so young they may be in their 40s or 50s and they're still working that's good and have a 401k or 403b or 457 whatever or an IRA or an uh, Roth or uh, some sort of SEP, which is a, an a employment, a, a separate employment retirement plan. There's all kind of gadgets out there. But one bit of irony, Chris, who created the tax problem? The government, right? The government, yeah. <laughs> quite, quite, quite a while ago. And who created the solutions to the tax problem? The government, government, right? qualified plans. So it's a little uncanny that those who created a problem also created the alleged solution. 401ks are kind of a trap. You know, you start young, you get in there. And of course, the, some people took some hits. Maybe some people are in these uh, marked funds they have to be in and they get a match. I think if you're going to get some kind of match in your 401k, that's not a bad thing. I think you need to be careful on your choices. But remember, the tax man cometh. Eventually, when you start taking distributions on that and they move that out a bit to age 72 or three, you're going to have to take distributions eventually. And people say, well, you know, at age 65 or 70, I'm going to be in a lower tax bracket. Not necessarily so. I mean, look at the the politics around us, if you will, they're, they're changing these tax brackets all the time. And I think they just went up again. And, you know, I know people that are in a 40% tax bracket. It's not a happy day when you're starting to withdraw money. And if you have like businesses and other things and, you know, maybe many retirees, but our goal isn't to retire poor. I mean, who wants to retire? Poor? Who wants to work? That's, yeah. People yeah. work knowing they want to have a retirement that they can yeah. like, live out their golden years. Yeah. So the golden years, we were just watching that. I watched the movie yesterday about the people in Michigan that that broke the lottery with the uh, the lottery game about 20 years ago. It's a pretty funny movie. It's called uh, Marge. Jerry and Marge go crazy or something like that. Go, go, go overboard. But anyway, we're not going to play the lottery and win. So, OK, 401ks, 403bs, what are called qualified plans. So those those might be good in some instances. But what I would rather see is take the bite pay the taxes and then get your money in a tax-free environment that's going to grow tax-protected, tax-free, and go ahead and start growing 
capital. The name of the game is to grow capital over a long period of time. So you're in the driver's seat. I believe right now we're going to see a price suppression coming in real estate. And if you're sitting on the sidelines with cash, cash is, you know, as they say, cash is king, but cash flow is king. That's the deal. Buy cash flowing assets that are going to pay you in retirement and supplement to your Social Security and supplement to your 401k. And, you know, what's called the 4% rule. That meant you you build up a nest egg and you withdraw 4% over the rest of your lifetime. That's impossible. The statistics say it's really about 2.6%, maybe as low as 2.4. So uh, that means 2.4% of your nest egg you could take in yearly income. It used to be 4%. So if you had $2 million, you could take $80,000 a year year and not run out of money. The biggest fear for retirees is running out of money. And the, you, you got to start thinking about that when you're young, not that you know you can actually know what's going to happen in the world then. But if you don't plan, what was it? Eisenhower said, all plans are great, but they all fail, right? They never, they never really turn out, but you got to have a yeah. plan and adjust from there. Wow. It's great. I know we got a couple minutes till about two and a half minutes till we go to our first break. Anything else that you want to elaborate on what you talked about? Because I know, you know, this is so important and, you know, some ways that we can now get around some of these things, these shortcomings of these plant, you know, things we've been led to believe that would allow us to make money. But it actually could be taken now, you know, with changes going on consistently through, you know, each year or every other year, you know, these are the things that could be eating away our wealth. Well, one thing that I get a lot of questions on, but there really is, in my view, no good answer, and that is, what's going to happen with digital currency? I mean, who knows? First of all, you know, and it's sort of like people hyper worried about privacy. I mean, I am concerned about privacy. We all ought to. But frankly, there's enough data out there on each one of us right now. Anyway, I don't know how you're ever going to beat that rap, if you will, right? And so we go digital currency. Yeah, maybe there's more tracking. Not that if you have credit cards and transactional accounts that are electronically identified, especially with the banks, the banks give that information up to the feds or whoever, uh, you're already uh, you know, you're already on target. So I don't know what's going to happen with digital currency. If we go to it, everybody's going to have to adapt. The big companies, life insurance companies with billions of dollars, they're going to have to monetize that somehow. And so, you know, whether the the all American dollar is the uh, you know the currency of standard, the currency of uh, world renown, and remains that. Uh, you know, it's sort of like who's going to win the next war. I I don't know when is that going to be. I don't know. You know, will we have a nuclear war? Who who knows? If you're standing around trying to answer those questions and you're not working, getting busy, trying to capitalize and take care of what you can today. Back to your point. Let's take care of what we can today. Yeah. Wow. Powerful stuff. And I know. You know, when we come back from the second, you know, in the second uh, segment, you're going to be sharing a lot more insights to go a little bit deeper in this particular area. Uh, anything else you'd like to sum up, you know, Chuck, with this, what you shared in the first segment, like with a, with a high impact statement? Yeah, I would say, again, cash flow is king. If you're into Bitcoin, you're into gold and silver, that's all fine. But you can't put every dollar you have into those. You have to have some liquidity. And when I say cash flow, that means liquidity. You've got to be able to have a transactional, fungible way to buy goods and services. And we can't go to a barter economy. It's unlikely, although with the internet, I guess a good part of it could be that with all of the yeah. marketplaces. But that's really not feasible. We're not lo we're yeah. more than a local market today. Absolutely. Well, we got to go to break, everybody. When we come back, we got more to come from Chuck here, creating multi-generational wealth and protecting your income. And we'll be right back after the break. 
Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio. Voice America Business Network. listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. If you are just joining us, we are talking about creating multi-generational wealth and protecting your income we're here with subject matter expert who is a improvement and innovation consultant, Chuck D. Laterante. Again, we highly encourage you to listen to this show in its entirety here later today. There is a wealth of information and things that here can change not only your personal financial future for you and create a legacy for your family, but also in your business or anybody that you uh, are associated with. Critical, critical information here. So, Chuck, you had shared some really a great uh, foundation, so to speak. You set this tone about what what's going on in our world financially. Uh, you you kind of shed some insight to some of the things uh, that we can be doing to kind of counteract that, be better, more in control of our wealth moving forward, and so on. So, let's just do do a deep dive a little bit more. Like, how can we? How can we? No matter where we are right now, how can we grow wealth? tax protected before we retire. Now I know for some people that were born I forgot what the if what the cutoff was but some people like I know for me retirement's going to be 67 not 65 because when I was born. So right. with that being said what what can what can we what can people start to do if you could share? Yeah, well first let's let's level set on the word retirement, okay? So, you know, I'm the type of person, not everybody's like me. I don't want to make that assumption. But there, the, in the classic sense of retirement, you know, there, it's been said there's f- five or four phases of retirement. <laughs> phase number one is vacation phase. 
uh, I get done working and man, every day is going to be a holiday. Every day is Saturday. You know, what do you do on Saturday? You spend more money, you know, and that's the happy go lucky vacation phase. But for some that ends pretty quickly because yeah. maybe they just get bored or maybe yeah. they realize they're spending way more money than they really ever It's going planned. quicker than they anticipated. <laughs> that's right. And they're liquidating the, the, the pond, if you will. And, and so, and then there's the fear phase. There's the, there's the phase two is sort Sort of, I don't know. I'm not relevant anymore. What do I do with my life? You know, and and people don't really prepare well for this. So there's more than just economics. There's there's the whole emotional. There's the you know if you're still married and you got your wife and you were trying to figure this out. Uh, you know, what are you going to do with yourself? And so a lot of men, frankly, if if they're the, the main breadwinner, but we have many women retiring too. But if if you've been carrying that ball for a long time and you've lost your sense of purpose, you maybe go adrift and maybe even spend more money. And then eventually most people come around and they say, okay, well, I got to do something. Maybe they do volunteer work. Maybe they, you know, do some kind of side hustle or whatever, a part-time thing. God forbid you don't want to go work and, you know, be in the greeter at your local store or whatever. However, you got to get out of the house and do something. So, and then eventually you find your way. That's kind of phase four. That's what you hope for. But not everybody does that. I think the statistics say most men who retire and don't have something to do, they die sooner. So it it does bear upon longevity. And we talk about longevity. uh, You know, this is, again, this is not about just retirement and older people now. It's about that lifelong idea of what can I do to create sustain, you know, back to the program, sustainable, uh, sustainable business, sustainable wealth sustainable family you know you're talking about uh this uh, sustainable success we're going to be successful with our finances we've got to have a plan and that plan has to work more than it doesn't work so what can you do i think there's two main streams and the one uh for pretty much anybody under the age of 70 although i am a 75 year old client is to to get involved in starting to fund a high cash value dividend paying whole life insurance policy. This is going to be the bigger win that you have never heard of. It's it's way dissed in the media. It's way dissed by stockbrokers because it's not in their lane. But if you really get with a, a, a person like myself who knows how to do this thing, you can create wealth that's going to grow and compound beyond your wild imagine, wildest imaginations where eventually you put in a dollar and you get $3 back. You put in a dollar, you get $5 back, depending on how old you are, how healthy you are, and what you do and how we design it with you. The other avenue, kind of leaning towards the older crowd, and it's not too early in your 50s to do this, but you'll find it if you have a big nest egg and you're in your 50s and beyond, it's a good idea to think about an annuity. Annuity, you can set them up and that means you get a monthly guaranteed income and you can have some market exposure to the indices. There's some indexed annuities out there where you have some upside, but you at least know what you're going to get. And some of them have provisions for death benefit and when you can walk away. And the third leg in the stool here is multi-generational wealth. How do we pass wealth along tax-free to our heirs and to our children and grandchildren? And that, one of the ways to do that is in in um, in life insurance. The uh, you know if in, if you're very very wealthy, you might have to have it in a trust so it stays out of probate. For the most part, most of us can pass up eleven million dollars or so, which most of us probably don't have. But let's say you have a five million dollar death benefit. That's not unusual at all in a life insurance policy. How would you like to give five million dollars away to your five grandkids, a million dollar each, and they don't have to pay taxes? You talk about a head start uh-huh. in life. You talk about a purpose and a mission. I mean, we're all going to die. 
it's just the way it is. And you know, where you think you're going to go is another program. Maybe we can. Yeah, that's another topic, right? That's another topic. <laughs> but, you know, in the meantime, you know, who doesn't have to work through the idea of longevity? What's going to happen to my estate? What can I do to sustain it? You mentioned in the in on the break taxes. Uh, I have a tax calculator I'll share and I'll show you the insidious effect of a non-taxable gain versus a taxable gain over a 20-year period period, $100,000, how much you lose just on $100,000. And many of the listeners may have an, an estate built up, a savings built up much what, worth much more than that. And so I work with all types. I work with the people who are in consumer debt. I, I think Dave Ramsey did the world a, a, a load of good on that end where he taught people how to eat beans and rice. Well, with me, you don't have to eat beans and rice. We'll get you out of debt another way. But I do believe that getting out of consumer debt is very important. I'm not a real believer in paying off a 30-year mortgage. I think that ties no, up. No, I, I, I haven't had a mortgage in, oh, my God, 13 years, I think it's been. Yeah, and you pay that off with cheaper dollars. That means inflation eats the way at the value of the dollar, and it's here to stay, apparently. And so why not pay in 30 years? A dollar's not going to be worth what it was, so you're paying off those in cheaper dollars later on. Why tie up? You know, I've got a property here that's probably got a million or more dollars of equity. And why would I want to tie that up and pay all the mortgage off? I'm going to leverage that thing as much as I can. Now, I earn income on this land and I have rentals on the land and so on and so forth. But most people do not have in their primary residence, that's most people's biggest asset. And so I mentioned reverse mortgages. That would sort of be a sub bullet under my maybe a fourth half a leg. It's not for everybody age 62 and older, but if you have a lot of equity, and you're not going to have a lot of income. People are totally scared. But if you do it right and you back it up with a life insurance policy, you can get the loan paid off at the end through your life insurance and it will add over to your children. Then they'll not have the debt. And you will get a check every month instead of paying a mortgage every month. Imagine getting a check every month and still living in the house that you love. And what happens to a lot of people, I saw this in the uh, weird wealthy part of the Detroit metropolitan area when I lived there, you know, there there was people in Gross Point there that couldn't live in their homes anymore because the taxes were so high on the real estate tax that they couldn't pay them. So they had to sell their homes so they can continue to live in their quote unquote golden. Year. I think it was a point where people were paying more in some areas of the country, pay more in tax than they did for their homes if they had owned those homes from years and years ago and when, when the mortgage was a lot less. Yeah, here in Texas, the real estate taxes, we're trying to get them broken back, but it's it's a battle. They're pretty high here. We don't have any state income tax, but and neither I lived in Tennessee and Nashville for a while. They didn't have any state income tax there. Yeah. But most states have both real estate tax and income tax. You know, taxes, we're really paying about 50% if you count all the taxes. You know, that tax liberty day is, I think it's moved out to about the 1st of June now. That means you're paying taxes in your life, whether it be real estate, vehicle taxes, personal property taxes, income taxes, state taxes, local taxes, county taxes, all tax, 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 tax. It's going to be about June before you rise up above just paying your tax bill. That's really hard as you go through life. So, you know, younger people I talk to, I have a lot of younger clients. My youngest client's 18 years old. Wow. Kids started, started mowing lawns, right? And he went into a construction business when he was 17. He put $30,000 to capitalize his first program that we're working him with. That's pretty good for an 18-year-old. And he's-, he's Yeah, good. yeah, absolutely. He's a, he's a hardworking young guy, very industrious, very creative. So, you know, those accumulation years, when you're trying to build up that nest egg, it, what you do with it and where you put it is also very important. So imagine if you can get tax protected and essentially tax-free 
income growth, rather, that you can tap into and leverage, and we'll go into that in the next part of the program, where you have liquidity. Liquidity is huge. Cash flow is huge. And to boot, you have a death benefit where if you do die, you get multiples. So most men are underinsured, by the way. I mean, I, I don't want to go oh, hard for life insurance. They are. It's just a fact. It's called the economic life value of a person. Okay, if you die, you leave your wife with three kids and you're 40 years old. Good luck with that. You know, God bless her. You better have several million dollars or more of life insurance. Most men today need four to six million dollars of life insurance. And you can't depend on life insurance provided by companies. Who doesn't switch companies? And besides that, you go out and if you get ill and you try to go get term insurance on your own. So we like to do what's, you know, called whole life or permanent insurance. Once you get it, you can't ever lose it. So unless you don't pay your premium, but there's lots of ways to do that. So that's sort of the layout, I think. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about real estate. We talked about uh, the idea of cash flow and the idea of sequence of returns in life. If you keep losing money over and over again, you know, rinse and repeat. You know, the, the term require, uh, retirement, let me go back to that real quick. That came from Otto van Bismarck back in the late, you know, the early part of the 19th, uh, 20th century, because in Germany, they had too, mon- too many uh, workers and not enough jobs. So they wanted to get people out of the workforce. So that FDR brought that over here and kind of ramped it up. And of course, eventually introduced Social Security. Those That whole model and mentality is so so not what we need to be today. So people need to get out of this idea, I'm going to kick back and quote unquote retire. Young young men and middle-aged men, even men in, in their 40s, I reinvented myself at age 46, okay? I started over, I had 10 kids at home, you won't believe that. And I started my first my first business as a consultant, and I went from making about like $150,000 a year to, to grossing a million dollars a year in a business. And that was huge at age 46, but I had to take some risk. That risk wasn't without preparation. I prepared my skills. So in your 30s and 40s, you need to be skill building. Not that 20 years don't too. And my buddy there that's 18, he's building a certain type of skill, but you need to be multifaceted and be prepared to address the market. You know, today there's so much going on. I'm not a computer program. That's not my thing. Uh, I'm a big, big planning kind of big range idea guy. I've worked like you with corporations all around the country and my consulting business. And you got to learn to listen through where people are at. So what I do a lot of times is have my client do the talk and not me. Mm. I like that. that. I mean, because keep, yeah. keep people talking, they're going to you know feel psychologically safe, and they're more likely to be more transparent and honest or straightforward. What what's really happening that could be better and more to the results they seek that they don't have. Well, and you and I know we, we're in a type of counseling, right? The work we do is really counseling. And, you know, you talk to anybody in the counseling world, whether it be a professional counselor, psychologist, psychiatrist, or a pastor, unless you can get somebody to stop lying to themselves, you're not going to make any progress. So, you know, a good case of self-admission, looking in the mirror and saying, wait a minute, here's really where I'm at. It starts with that. It's that reckoning, whether it's losing weight, saving money or both or getting in shape, right? We can't think our way into success at the gym, nor can we in money, nor can we in our health, and nor can we in our marriages and our relationships, right? We've got to take that good self-assessment and get down deep and then make a plan because just ethereal thinking isn't going to make it either. And you know that, Chris. Mm, Absolutely. So I know we got, you know, we have about, uh, you know, as we get, you know, closer to the second break, we got four minutes. I wanted to, you know, just look a little bit into, 
you know, getting guaranteed guaranteed income for life, you know, so I mean, nothing's guaranteed, but more consistency that we can now generate from the income I have. And you did allude to some of the things like, you know, whole life and then annuities, but what could be some of the, you know, shed some more insight on that guaranteed income? Because people like when they hear that. Absolutely. So I was just uh, looking at some numbers here. Uh, names protected, but some of my clients, uh, here's a young man, he's uh, 32 years old, and he decided, you know, it's time to get get on the ball. And mm. so he had a nest egg saved up about $50,000. So he he's putting $50,000 into this high cash value whole life insurance where he can borrow that money at a cost, but it costs is less than the money he earns on it. And he's going to capitalize about 53000 out of about 59000 immediately and have a million dollars plus death benefit and be able to get dividends every year and grow his money so that by the time he is 56, he's going to put $9,000 into this thing and his policy goes up by $25,000. That's almost 3x. Where can you do that? What, What financial legal, financial product can guarantee you multiples of your income and then have a bonus in a dividend. So that number I quoted was with a dividend, but even without the dividend, he's still going to go up uh, at least 2x. So look out. I mean, so the power of that and what people people are, you know, it's the instant gratification mentality. What are you doing for me today? People get panicky. What happens when people lose money? They get panicky. They want to get it back. So what do they do? They either withdraw and never recover their money or they panic and go and riskier in their investments. Exactly. Not Not a good idea. Wow, that's some great, great insight. Anything else that you like to sum up in that area that you spoke here in the second segment? Well, you know, the the guy who created the philosophy that I work with, uh, he said this. He said, and his name was Nelson Nash. He said this. He said, all people need to be in two businesses, the thing that you do for a living and the banking business. And so what I help people do is start their own privatized banking business. There's a little bit of a cost to do that. If you buy a donut shop, Chris, and you open a donut shop, I don't know, you don't look like a guy that eats donuts, but No, but I but but there there's overhead. There's going to be <laughs> That's right. And so if you're going to start the donut shop, are you going to make 100% profit the first year? Would you make maybe any profit the first well, year? Well, you, yeah, you'd be lucky if, if you, yeah, in those types of business, yeah, I mean, it depends Margins. on the volume and, right. but, you know, you know, but if you're making over 15% net profit, that would be good. But, but if, That'd you, be you know, good. if you're not. <laughs> right, right. And then you got, you know, you're probably eating the product and gaining weight and whatever. Yeah, but, not that my health is suffering. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Not only that, but, you know, labor intensive businesses like that. So how would you like a business that gets can eventually get you two to three times what you put into it every day, every year. And you don't have any of the overhead. You have no employees. You don't pay any taxes on the gains. And you don't have a storefront. You don't have rent. You don't have insurance. You don't have the risk of loss. And you don't have to be there 18 hours a day or hire a bunch of kids that are going to steal from you or whatever it might be, right? Absolutely. What a deal. No, so, so true, Chuck. Well, some valuable information that, uh, Chuck, we hope everyone that's listening is taking notes. This is great information. Again, we highly encourage everyone to uh, listen to this show in its entirety here later today here at the Voice America Business Channel. Again, this is your future, and what you do sets the stage for the legacy that you create for your family, uh, partner, business partners, whoever, 
or the next generation. So this is, again, great information. we got to go to break, everybody. When we come right back, we got more to come. Again, talking about creating multi-generational wealth and protecting your income. We'll be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. If you're just joining us again, we're talking about creating multi-generational wealth and protecting your income we're here with subject matter expert Chuck D. Lateranti. Again, this is critical information, uh, a game changer for you personally to build wealth and in your business. Again, we highly encourage everyone, even if you've been listening uh, throughout the show or any variations throughout the first and second segment, to listen to this show in its entirety. Great information here. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types, an opportunity to meet new people for the first time or rekindle any relationships. In addition, this uh, uh, platform also helps professional athletes that are transitioning from their professional sports into everyday life in terms of either going into the workforce or starting their own business. From athletes to entrepreneurs section of the site, feel free to check it out if you are a professional athlete. Again, another great way to, to lock arms with other athletes that you could help each other during that transition moving forward. Check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. So, Chuck, I know you just shared so many, so much great information here. Can you, uh, you know, I know you touched on it, but I, if you can further expand, I think it'll be really beneficial to the audience listening and those listening later. How can people listening now, you know, when they set up, their infinite banking system. You're going to talk a little bit again how to do that, but how this could help them to pass along wealth tax-free to the next generation. 
Excellent. Excellent. So yeah, we call it, our brand is private family banking and I'll give the contact information at the end, but let me give some context because this really isn't a new thing. I mean, we, we, uh, back about 20 years ago, uh, Nelson Nash put a more powerful spin on it. And then the government came in in the late eighties and cracked down on this because very wealthy people were using what we do to the extreme and uh, we figured out a way to uh, help the the average guy and the wealthy guy. But, you know, just uh, first of all, think about this. One of the biggest owners of whole life insurance are banks. Do you realize that most of the major banks have more money in whole life insurance on their executives than they do in real estate? Go yeah. Figure. Wow. That, you can pull their balance sheets. There's a guy named Barry Dyke wrote a book, and in there he's got the uh, – copies of all the balance sheets from the banks and you'll see the whole life insurance asset category. Why would a bank buy whole life insurance? It's because it grows so strongly and it has such a guarantee and so foundationally by these uh, mutual insurance companies, especially where they pay a dividend. You know, the companies we work have paid dividends for over a hundred years, all of them, some up to almost 120 years. So even through every depression, you talk about the depression. So guess how Walt Disney funded the first Disney World project? He funded it through his whole life insurance. Oh, I bet. I mean, you think about the Rockefellers, right? The, the yep. with the emergence of the industrial. I mean, they they did a lot. They built their wealth through life insurance. So, like you said, this isn't something that just it's been around. You know, just started. It's been around for a long time. It's just something that that just isn't discussed or shared on a mass level. Right. And then we talked about the family bank. So we, again, we we really camp on this private family banking. We get a lot of contacts because of that, because people want to know, how can we unify? How can we help our kids and grandkids? So one of the, you know, the big models of that were, was the Rothschilds. Of course, they made money in every other way. And you can argue with how and why they did it. I'm not going to go there. But what they did do philosophically is Mayor Rothschild created a system whereby they had family money and it would be like they, they self-funded basically what we use the whole life insurance for. That is a big capital account and big is all relative. And I'll tell you a little bit of how to get there for, and I'll use another example here of a 54-year-old client of mine, how he's doing it. He wants to pay for his daughter's wedding and he didn't want to pay cash because he didn't want to give away his money. So we found a way to get him 30 grand saved up real quick and he's going to do the wedding out of the life insurance policy. But Rothschilds, they created it so that the children could all borrow money from the family bank, but they had to come back every year and make an annual report and say, what did they do with it? And were they gaining or losing? And they were responsible to make a profit to pay it back into the family bank. Now, today in the modern world, and you know, given all of us, maybe we don't have that kind of family dynamic, or maybe we're getting a late start or whatever, but we can teach our children to do this. We can yeah. also... You know, I mean, if in fact you're paying for kids' college, there's nothing wrong with having a master policy or even buying policies on the children. I have many of my clients have buying policies on their young people, three, five, four, five, six, seven years old. When they turn 21, they're going to sign it over to them. In the meantime, they're the owner. You know, it's called insurable interest. You can insure anybody in your life. If you have an insurable interest, meaning, you know, if they pass away, you're going to experience a deficit in some uh, financial trauma. So, you know, even elderly parents that you uh, you care for or 
you know, even they, they might care for the, some of the grandkids, vice versa. So you can create this robust series of policies. And the originator of this quote, largely called the infinite banking concept, Nelson Nash, he had 42 policies when he passed away. He was a businessman. He had a lot of business partners and he had a lot of family that he insured that they depended on him and he depended on them. So uh, it, the, the more you do, the more you can put in. And so the idea, deal would be to put as much cash through your own banking system as you can. I keep very little uh, in any one day in a in a in a typical bank in a checking account and I flow all of mine into it. What's earning me money every day? Imagine if you could flip and say every dollar that's going to flow. Imagine you're 42 years old uh, and you're going to work another what 30 years maybe, right? You can't work till you're 62, unless you do really well, well, and then you want to do something anyway. But let's say 30 years. And if we could flip the switch and you could make money on almost every dollar that flowed through your life guaranteed, would you do it? It almost sounds too good to be true. Yeah, it's not, yeah exactly. Yeah. And so what we do is set people up to do that. And that back to your other point about tax-free transfer. So with life insurance, it's not taxable to the heirs or to the beneficiaries. And so they can receive that. But if you don't train them on money management, they don't have their own banking system set up. They may squander it and they as well might give away. I mean, why give away what's called the opportunity cost or opportunity earnings, if you will, that go to you if you take advantage of cash flow in your life. And so that that's just a little bit of background. And so... Um, this family banking system, it's it all depends on how far you can go relationally and financially with your family. But, you know, we have several that are, are growing in this thing and, uh, you know, depending on how, how well the parents are doing or whatever. But, uh, you know, they, they, uh, they've, they've already got several clients that have multiple policies and, and, and then they've just got started. This 54-year-old, I got his information just handy here. So, you know, he wanted to do a wedding. He capitalized with about 50,000. And then we went from there. And by the time he's uh, 65, he's going to be all paid up. He's going to have uh, a ton of uh, both cash built up. Uh, and I'm going to try to get to the right page here. And uh, by the time he's 65, he'll have, you know, $300,000 in cash value that he can borrow against and a half a million dollars of life insurance. He's already got some term life through things that he's doing and all that, that that'll last him into there. And then he's already talking about starting another policy, which is pretty typical. People find out that they didn't do enough. That's pretty classic that he didn't do enough. And so uh, he's got only a few children, so he doesn't have a large family, but um, his daughters talk to me and uh, they're looking at doing the family banking thing. So. Mm. Well, this is uh, really great, great stuff they're sharing here. And is there any particular, you know, I mean, I mean, it's not like apples to apples, but I'm sure there's certain platforms that are good. Again, you're not here to discuss like certain products or anything like that, but, 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 you know, but, you know, but there are some like, again, you want to make sure you're looking out that you want to make sure that it's a company that, you know, insurance company that you feel comfortable with and, and yeah. so on. So that way, you know, you, you cross, you cross all your T's, dot all your I's, so to speak. And we, and we do that. We are, we vet the insurance companies. We only use mutual insurance companies. The reason why is they pay a dividend and you as a policy owner are, are an owner in that policy holder are an owner in that company. So you get the share and the profits. So even when you take a loan against your cash value, you collateralize that. It, it's sort of like equity in a house. 
you, you don't have to sell your house to get the equity. You could take a home equity loan. Well, the same thing here. You don't have to liquidate the whole life insurance cash value to use. Yeah. You just take a loan against it. You don't withdraw the equity out of your house. You're loaning against it. And of course, that's market-based here. You're loaning against a number that has a guaranteed return, and you know every day exactly how much money you have, and then you can loan quite a bit of that up to 94% in some cases. So uh, we use mutual uh, mutual um, uh, insurance companies that pay a dividend, dividend, dividend paying, and uh, only the best. Uh, they usually have uh, high ranking in the uh, index, indexes that rank them and the uh, bureau services that rank life insurance companies. So yeah, that's very important. And then we, we design it with you and then we help you. I, ha I have a uh, client meeting, a quarterly meeting where anybody can join. I usually take a topic and I'll review with them on, on a Zoom call and then I'll open it up the line. We have clients that are sharing with each other their, their ideas for prospering. Some are investors that want to invest in businesses or maybe help somebody else do a real estate deal. We have guys that are doing you know businesses on uh, the internet, Amazon and so forth. And uh, I have pastors, lawyers, doctors, surgeons, uh, you know, school teachers, uh, young guys that are, you know, trying to build up their own business, real estate people. Of course, this is huge. Any company, any business, if you will, if you're a commission-based person like a real estate agent and you have gloms of cash that come and go, this is perfect to level out those storms because there's nothing worse than being a real estate agent. And this year you made 200000 and next year you made 50000 So this is a good way to get a nest egg to battle the storms of commission-based work. No, Absolutely. So, so important. Great, great information. As uh, you know, anything else that, you know, with that, that you'd like to share in this next minute, you know, before I let, I like to let the audience get to know you, but anything else you want to sum up what you shared there to really uh, drive this home for the listeners? Well, you know, maybe just a high level idea. Do you realize that only 2% of people ever collect the death benefit on a term life insurance? Wow. 2%. And I think it's maybe a little less than that. So that means you paid all that money you have temporary coverage, and you're not really looking at the long game. This is a long play, right? This isn't a get-rich-quick scheme. It's not a scheme at all. It's totally legal. But when you see the value of leveraging your own money and the idea that I can actually borrow money at less cost than I'm making on that same money, and I can invest the same money in two places at the same time. Now, inside the policy, technically, it's not an investment. It's a savings. But I can take that savings and put it somewhere, maybe several other places. And so what when I when I get the, that particular person there that I just talked about a little bit ago, his eyes got wider and wider when he began because he started thinking of all the ideas of what he could do with his own money. And yeah. it really opened his mind up. And so <laughs> he's already talking about wanting to work with me. So I have, <laughs> I have a, a small team. Uh, it's me and about five other guys right now. But I'm part of a larger group, but I'm sort of a sub-agency in, in private family banking. And I'm always looking to recruit agents, too. Not that that was the core of my call. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, uh, first yeah. of all, I want to thank you for taking the time to be here uh, with your schedule, busy schedule to be with us here on Sustainable Success. I wanted to do, again, thank you from me personally and everyone here at Voice America Business Channel for joining us today. Yeah, and I'll give that contact information. Just yeah, please do. Know. I'd like to let the audience know where can they find you? What are you up to and anything you'd like to share with them? Yeah. So uh, if you want a copy of my free ebook that uh, kind of goes over this contextually and gives you some practical application, go to protectyourmoneynow.net, protectyourmoneynow.net. 
You go there, give me your email, and you get a free ebook in PDF form. Uh, if you want to contact me directly, it'll be Chuck, C-H-U-C-K, at privatefamilybanking.com. That's Chuck, C-H-U-C-K, at privatefamilybanking.com. Send me an email. We'll communicate. We'll set up a Zoom meeting and get to know each other. This is a relational-based thing. I, I don't, I'm not a hard pressure sales guy because I don't need to be. This idea, once understood, it's almost unstoppable to get people. Like I had a guy today that's in consumer debt. He's a, he happens to be uh, 38, and we showed him how to pay off his debts in two years. And wow. Credit, credit cards with 25% interest rate, five wow. of them. Five of wow. them over 25%. And that is that money that he didn't realize he had. We found yep. that money. We're putting it in, and then he's borrowing it back at the end of the year. Yeah, so, you know, I go through that kind of thing with people when they get a hold of me. So it's protectyourmoneynow.net or email me Chuck at privatefamilybanking.com. One quick note yep. on a reverse mortgage: I don't do reverse mortgages. I'm not a mortgage agent, but I have a a colleague that we team up with that does that. And so if you're in that 62 yep. plus crowd, you want to look at a reverse mortgage, especially out east yep. in the country where there's a lot of equity built up because of the market out there. Yep. Um, or anywhere, frankly, we we I will reteach you what yeah. you were taught poorly. It's a it's an absolutely powerful tool. Well, Chuck, thank you so much. I know we we're at the end of the show, and thank you very much for being here. And listeners, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here at Sustainable Success. We are committed to bringing in subject matter experts like Chuck in each and every week to help elevate your business, your personal success to the next level. Till then, everybody have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you. Next week, same time, same day. Thank you for tuning into Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have an incredible week.